apartment owners and operators are just beginning to realize the financial payoff model on IoT within their facilities management. Smartphones changed many things. Overcoming the great owner-occupant barrier known as split incentive was just one. Along the way, many false starts were made in attempts to shoehorn multifamily into the single-family model. While the two sectors share a product, housing, they are far from sharing operational process. Indeed, the multifamily business has a long and complex history. Sometimes we make great strides forward, such as utilizing aggregated, anonymized data. Sometimes it's two steps back, as in rent moratoriums. But life is always simple in our minds. Does it make financial sense? And if not now, when? Financial strategies around profitability are fundamental to our business, but become even more essential as the economy tightens around us from every direction. As we consider how to streamline our operations and harden our businesses to make it through the next economic cycle, the best answers are always found in proven models. A lot of data has been accrued across the multifamily sector in the last decade, especially related to energy consumption. But even before that, facilities and hospitality management were having great success in reducing operational costs and improving facility efficiency through smart technology. Many similar techniques have since found their way into multifamily operations, and it is now a brave new world. Here's just one anecdote for a historical perspective. Nearly a decade ago, the nation's largest apartment management company was able to reduce utility costs across its rather diverse portfolio of properties by 43% with the use of smart technology. Today, anything including the word energy has taken on even greater significance, especially considering that utility costs are the second highest operational costs on a property, running around 20% of the overall expense. That's real money. Unlike a decade ago, technology is now a proven contributor to market performance, and technology is the key to unlocking profitability in all economic cycles. Today's guests understands multifamily housing asset performance with great clarity. Vicki Rogers is VP and General Manager of Cox Communities, a division of Cox Communications based in Atlanta. The company offers property owners bulk internet and video, managed Wi-Fi and IoT services. Vicki, it is great to have you on the show. Nice to be here, thanks. What do we need to know about Cox and what exactly is it that brought you to the company? Well, you know, I've been with the company about 10 years, but I've been in the industry over 30 years. And I used to try to make that number sound bigger. Now I try to make it sound smaller. Um, but, you know, what I did as I came in is really centralized our multifamily strategy. And what we try to do for our customers, because these are long-term relationships for us. I mean, we've had a lot of these customers 20, 30 years and a lot of times the same teams work with the owners for years and years and years. And so as we looked at what our value prop is and what we want to be to our customers, we want to be a trusted advisor. And so for us to do that, we really have to understand their business and what they're trying to accomplish with maximizing occupancy, uh, maximizing rents, having a great resident experience, um, and obviously future-proofing the property somewhat. And so um, the way we try to do that is we work really closely with the customers, understand what their business challenges are. Uh, we do joint research together around consumer interest and what, what causes a consumer to choose one apartment over the other um, and so forth. But interestingly, through COVID, 
um, so much has changed, right? So a lot of the, the properties were more IT laggards. They didn't like, you know, they were doing a lot of manual processes with, with um, you know, their maintenance staff and with leasing agents. You know, they may have a maintenance guy go and rekey locks or go walk the apartments and turn the thermostats down, you know, open apartments, et cetera. And I tell you now, we just had a, a customer come in with his team yesterday and we spent the whole day with them. And, you know, a lot of these guys are, are they, they have 30% below staffing and they can't get enough maintenance people, especially with HVAC and other things. And so they're like, hey, help us understand how we automate some of these processes so we can control it from anywhere. And, you know, we can do it um, in a moment or with preset routines versus our folks having to walk around to each apartment because that just doesn't work for them anymore. Um, and so, we're, we're, you know, we feel like if we try to help them reach their business goals, then um, and if it's a win for the consumer, a win for the owner and a win for us, then it's going to be successful. And that's kind of our mantra. Internet connectivity, especially at apartment properties, has seen a sea change over the years. What are the latest advancements and what advantages do they bring owners? You know, a lot of times now owners are starting to monetize broadband. And the reason they're doing that. Uh, it's not that they want to be in the middle of the telecom business. It's because, you know, 30 to 40 percent of their residents now work from home typically three plus days a week. And so, um, you know, the apartment's not just a place to sleep anymore. It, it's a home is everything. Right. And so it's work from home. It's school from home. It's um, some of the communities, too, where it's uh, renting by choice for folks my age and a little bit older, it's aging in place, right? They they don't want to have the maintenance of a big house anymore. Um, they want to be able to have remote health care and some of the uh, some of the other applications that are out there. And so home is becoming more important. And as I was talking to my customer yesterday, he goes, you know, used to, if we got a travel ticket, it sounded like this. Now it's like, look, I'm having an issue and then you've got to come now because I'm working out of my house and here's what's happening. And he's right. You know, you have to have always uptime. You have to have great up and down speed. Um, and you got to make sure it's it's always on because it's not a, you know, a best case SLA. It needs to be up all the time because they're doing their work from home. And so it uh, becomes a much bigger deal. Internet connectivity and most importantly, reliability, as you said, Vicki. Yeah is central to a property's operational resiliency. Tell us how Cox addresses market conditions and risk and what competitive advantage does it offer business owners? Well, you know, we invest a huge amount into our network and thank goodness we do and, and the way we do congestion, congestion control. Because if you look at when everybody went home to work, um, data usage went through the roof. And so we literally grew um, traffic uh, what would normally be a five or six year growth for us within six months. And so we're constantly monitoring, um, you know, never getting above a 70% congestion, um, making sure we're having certain kind of turnaround times and reliability, et cetera. And, you know, like you said, you know, if you go back and you think of Nas National Multi-Housing Association research they used to do, they always looked at amenities, right? And I can remember it wasn't that long ago that, you know, internet was like 10 or 15 on the list. Now it's number one. And we did some recent research that said 58% of tenants that are looking for an apartment will check what speeds are available and what's available on, prof on property from not only internet within the home, but what's available in the common areas and at the pool, et cetera. And then also cell phone coverage, right? To make sure their cell phone is going to work because they, they, that's a key driver. Technology is a key driver of how they choose a similarly situated, lo you know, location for apartments. So obviously the location is important, close to school or work, 
But beyond that, when you have two apartments that are exactly the same, the technology is the driver that makes the difference. And it can be a difference of as much as the research we did said eight to 10%. I've seen some parks research or other research that said sometimes with um, full automation and green initiatives, it can be as much as 15, which is a pretty high number. I think it's, as you mentioned, important, as important to residents as it is to owners. Absolutely. For now their systems. As I understand it, there are generally three types of IoT. The residence IoT, where they own and control it. Home IoT, where the property owners own it, but residents operate it. And facilities IoT, where the owners own and operate it. How does Cox address these three very different systems' needs? And where is speed, reliability, and bandwidth most important? So what we developed is a product uh, that we would integrate into the back-end property management system. So if you had yard or your resman or whatever, so we'd integrate into the back. And what would happen is that software would allow that when Yardy says it's unoccupied, so someone's terminated their lease and they've had a move-out date, it would go to property control. And so the property typically would set presets of schematics. So they would say, you know what, if I have an open apartment during the day for certain months of the year, I want the temperature to be X, um, you know, change that to Y at certain times, lock the doors at certain times, or they could do preset um, areas so that, hey, I'm going to allow a paint crew to come in from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., you know, give them a temporary passcode that they could get in during those times, make that passcode go away after they're gone so that it, it's a revolving code. Um, when, it, when someone moves into the apartment, the control goes back to the resident and it's controlled from their phone. And so when they sign a lease, uh, information would go straight to the phone and they would know what their code is. And then they could control, you know, their digital door lock, thermostat control, lights. Also, they would have water sensors in case you had water leakage. Because if you think about it as an owner, one of the top five budget items for many apartment buildings is water damage. And so to be able to get an early indicator that something's wrong so that they can take action uh, keeps them from, you know, I think the average incidence is 10 or 11,000. And honestly, big properties, 10 or 11,000 isn't that much. But if you have a lot of them, those add up. And if you could avoid it, you know, it's a, it's a great savings, obviously. And so what we do is we allow the resident to have control with their phone when they are, there's an active lease. There are parameters an owner could set from never to get hotter than X in Arizona and never to get colder than Y. So you don't bust pipes, uh, you know, in colder climates. Um, if the HVAC is running rough, we would have, you know, an email sent directly to the maintenance crew, or it could come on a log list that somebody just pulls down and does once a month or battery low would be another one that you could indicate off of that. And so it will send certain messages to maintenance just for awareness. And then, but the resident would control it when they live in the apartment, when it's an unoccupied unit, it, the control shifts, like I said, to the property and then it's a cloud-based solution. So if I'm Camden and I have someone in Dallas, and but I need to control something in Houston, I can. I can do it off of a user dashboard. It shows me what's happening from a usability um, in every property, and I could intervene if I needed to for open apartments remotely, which is great. Like if, you know, think about it. In the past, I, you know, some of the folks that work for me used to work in apartment buildings, and they have some great stories of crazy things that happen, right? But someone um, needs access to the apartment, it's 2 a.m., they've lost their key and you've got to go rekey it and get out there, right? Where if you have a digital door lock, um, you just reset the, the, the door code and send it to them. So much easier process. Um, with, with leasing staff being so skinny right now, maintenance staff, it takes a lot of stress off your employees. It also makes for a better resident experience when they can just handle it themselves without having to 
to do anything else. Also, you know, if you have your brother coming into town, you want to give him access to your apartment until you get there, you can give him a code or the dog walker, you know, or if you have a maid coming in or anything else, it just, um, it just makes things easier. You had mentioned upwards of 30% work, uh, work from home residents. Uh, 30 to 40% now usually work from home three days plus per week. And so some people have gone back in the office, but not full time. Right. And so, you know, there for a while, everybody was working full time from home, but even now that some companies have gone back, they're usually on flexible time. And so at least 40% of them at least work three days a week out of the apartment. And that changes everything, right. Of how they interact with their leasing agents in the front office. They put in more tickets when they're home. Right. So you'll have more trouble tickets or other, you know, issues they want handled if they're sitting in their house looking at things and they know they need something done. Um, It might seem obvious, but what has remote work done to raise the importance of providing fast, reliable Internet service to apartment residents? Well, if you think about it, um, years ago when I started my career, um, I sold to small businesses, right? So I was B2B sales and telecommunications. And you come into these offices and they may have 10, 15, 20 devices in a LAN, right? Um, now our homes look like that. So if you think about all the devices we have and all the connectivity, your home really looks like a small business and the complexity of that. And so it just changes what people expect. And, you know, when you're working from home or your kids are schooling from home, And I have an example, you know, my sons are in college, but some of their courses are remote and they go to school here locally. So if I'm sitting here on a a Teams call for work, because I work out of my house part of the time too, and they're in a class, you got to make sure your up speed is good on your internet and that you don't have uh, an outage. One of the things that we're working on right now is failover, right? And so one of the things we used to do for small businesses is you, you, if you had an outage, you had a failover plan so that it never actually went down. Um, so we are launching our mobile services and, you know, cell phones. So we're going to have it set up so that if your broadband did take a hit or somebody cut a fiber or something happened, it would fail over to your wireless connection with your wireless phone, which is a nice backup. Right. And so, um, you know, protection and services. The other thing is security. You know, it's amazing. If you think about all the stuff people are doing off their laptops and their cell phones from their homes, We didn't do that 20 years ago. You didn't do online banking. You didn't use your credit card online to purchase and have groceries delivered to your home or all these things, right? And so security is really important. And so making sure that the company you're doing business with, especially if you are the provider of broadband and it's a bulk service, that you've got the security applications that if you get a a DOS attack, um, that you, you don't have something bad happen, right? Um, especially if you have digital door locks or if you have cameras or other things, you don't want somebody to be able to get in that. And then, then as an owner, you're having to to be in the middle of that. So security is key failover. Um, you know, a lot of people are looking at managed Wi-Fi and building fiber in, but, you know, docs is technology with the cable providers provides one gig pretty much across the footprint today in any home, um, that is covered by that. And so that's incredible. I can remember, when I started my career selling one gig services to a bank and charge them $10,000 a month. And now, you know, you can get one gig in your home for 60 or 70. It's pretty incredible when you think about that. Apartment owners have an intense focus on ROI. I know this is a highly contextual question, but maybe provide a rough overview. Can you give us a fast calculation on the investment return on property automation? You know, um, 
it depends on how much you want to put in. So I would give you, I would say most of the deployments we've done when owners really looked at the operational efficiency um, and what they got out of it, they've usually ended up spending anywhere from six, 600 to $700 per door, but you can, I've seen some people spend a thousand or more, but that's usually a really high end uh, apartment and you're trying to get every bling that you possibly can. Um, usually the return on investment in that is about 18 months to two years, depending on what your history has been. But if you look at uh, the re reduction in cost of rekeying, you look at the reduction in cost and energy savings of being able to turn down or up thermostats on open apartments. If you look at the ability to um, mitigate risk on water leakage or frozen pipes, and some, it depends on region of the country, frozen pipes can be a big deal in a lot of areas. Um, and then you look at just um, labor savings from what the maintenance crew or leasing agent would have done. You know, self-guided tours is huge. Um, now with our platform, our customers use self-guided tours. And at first we built that because it was an emergency. They're like, look, it's COVID. We can't have somebody go around with them. Can you build this? And we did. And at first they said, Hey, we're just going to use this temporarily. But what they found is people started coming before hours to see apartments. And some of our apartment buildings tracked this and said they were getting 60% more close rate on the ones that self-toured, which is counterintuitive than the ones that came with leasing agents. And so they said, we're not going to stop this. We're going to continue to offer this so that people can come outside of our hours that we can staff for. Um, and we're going to leave it as just one of the ways that, that you can tour the apartments. We have some folks that are actually trialing AI because they're centralizing some of their calls when people call in about apartments where it just asks them the questions and then it directs them to an interactive site, which is pretty incredible. I mean, that technology has changed so much. We, we do not offer that yet, but I tell you, it's amazing when you see it demonstrated. Um, versus where it was five or six years ago. I mean, you think you're talking to a live person. It's pretty amazing. So at the high level, we're seeing it drives about, I've seen as low as 7% up as high as 10 to 11% in operational efficiencies, which is huge. I mean, when you think about the, the network um, operating income, that, that's a big deal, but it does take probably a year and a half, two years to recap the capital investment up front. What a great show, Vicki. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It is, it is an incredible space. The last few weeks, I've talked to several customers and people are struggling to keep employees. It's just terrible right now. And the automation, the technology is so much better than it used to be. And But I think we wouldn't have gone as quickly as we had had it not been for COVID. I think it forced us to develop things quicker. And I think it forced customers to say, I've got to have something. And so I think that sped things up, you know. Well, certainly a wide blue ocean of opportunity for apartment owners and operators. That didn't exist just a short time ago. Absolutely. We appreciate your ability to provide clarity. Apartment operations are a complex ecosystem with multiple clients. There's the resident, of course, who seeks even faster internet speeds, reliability at all times, and a full lineup of entertainment and gaming level service. Then there's the property owner who must keep pace with a growing world of automated processes requiring reliable, secure, and resilient service. Navigating this world is critical to any business, but most especially when the business must integrate residential and owner networks. Strategic partners with experience and knowledge are important to any operation, but with internet connectivity becoming as mission critical as any other utility, it's easy to see the payoff of having a solid partner. 
Read more about Cox Communities, a division of Cox Communications, and its IoT white paper at yieldpro.com. Thank you for joining us today. See you on our next episode of Power Pros.